Welcome to Creative Biolab Science Channel. As an experienced expert and reliable partner, Creative Biolabs is proficient in lipid-based drug delivery and functional liposome development. With versatile methods, diverse products, superior quality, and fast turnaround, we are confident to provide optimum solutions tailored to boost your R&D projects. Dear friends in the audience, you are welcome to listen to our program on time every Saturday night. As our sharing guest, Dr. Smith came to our program today as promised. There is a lot of interesting knowledge waiting for us to explore. I believe everyone is looking forward to his arrival. Let's welcome Dr. Smith with warm applause. Would you say hello to our audience, Dr. Smith? Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Beth. It is quite nice to see you again. Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited to be here. In the last episode, we discussed the advantages and disadvantages of cationic liposomes for delivering genetic material into cells. In addition, some possible improvements are mentioned with regard to delivery efficiency and cytotoxicity. It is well known that cationic liposomes are still the most widely used nonviral gene transduction systems. They play a very important role in maintaining the stability of genetic material during transfection. The method of preparation and preservation of cationic liposomes affects the efficiency of delivery. Under different administration routes, liposome DNA complexes can reach different tissues and accomplish different tasks. Possible improvements to cationic liposomes include less toxic lipids, co-condensing agents, more information on the DNA plasmid itself, and improved delivery to the cytoplasm. Next, we review the research progress of two other liposomes, anionic liposomes, and sterically stable liposomes, in this field. Where do we start, Dr. Smith? Anionic liposome delivery systems are known to be safe, FDA-approved, and very stable and reproducible in large quantities. The insertion of various ligands is not problematic. Although the encapsulated DNA is well-protected, its efficient encapsulation is a major disadvantage. Typical DNA is about 50 to 200 nanometers in diameter difficult to wrap. Supercoiled DNA can fit into this cavity. However, most researchers have attempted to pre-shrink DNA into smaller particles to improve encapsulation efficiency. Ideally, individual DNA molecules should condense. In general, however, this is not possible for DNAs below 30 kb in size. Also, this can only happen in very thin systems, and at higher concentrations, condensed DNA may precipitate. Besides this one you mentioned, what else could pre-shrunk DNA cause? Another problem with pre-shrunk DNA is the high salt concentration, which often needs to be reduced in size in the presence of other condensing agents such as polylysine. The encapsulation efficiency may reach tens of percent, while supercoiled DNA at high concentrations may be encapsulated with 10% efficiency. More demanding reversed-phase liposome preparation techniques can yield higher efficiencies, but require larger liposome sizes and higher experimental effort. Could you please talk about the downsides of anionic liposomes compared to cationic ones? In terms of formulation, anionic liposomes encapsulating DNA may not be too difficult to prepare. Pharmaceutically, however, such particles may be inactive. Because they are normally endocytosed, this leads to DNA degradation in lysosomes. Therefore, endosomal disrupting agents should be co-encapsulated. 
This problem can also be solved by using pH-sensitive liposomes. When the pH is lowered, this liposome disintegrates and fuses with the endophage membrane. A similar escape mechanism can be obtained through virions. However, they trigger an immune response. Synthetic virions, made from pure lipids and containing fusion polypeptides, may be less immunogenic. There are no real data on such systems as of yet. The pH-sensitive liposomes can improve DNA transport from endosomes to cytoplasm, while sterically stable liposomes can improve colloidal DNA biodistribution. As you said, we have seen above that the optimal system may be DNA encapsulated in pH-sensitive liposomes. How about their biodistribution? Stealth coding can significantly alter the biodistribution of liposomes. While traditional liposomes are primarily cleared by cells of the immune system, the sterically stable coating reduces interactions with plasma components. This makes them invisible to macrophages. However, after prolonged circulation, these liposomes end up in many tissues with substantial biodistribution. They accumulate at sites of increased permeability of the vascular system. This usually occurs in tumors and at sites of inflammation and infection. In the case of common medications, there is often a therapeutic benefit in delivering the drug to these sites. For encapsulated DNA, oligonucleotides, or ribozymes, liposomes must facilitate entry into cells. So, how can polymer coatings be designed? The polymer coating can be designed to peel off after a pre-programmed speed. Polyethylene glycol esters may have shorter lipid anchors with known dissociation kinetics or polyethylene glycol bonds may be degraded with known program degradation rates. What are the advantages of these two methods? The first method is much simpler, the second method is safer and provides better kinetic control. For example, in systems where dilution is important, the same formulation may perform quite differently in mice and humans. In the first case, a bolus can result in a five-fold dilution, while in the second, a 5,000-fold dilution. This is the result of simple thermodynamics, but it is important to show that animal experiments can be completely misleading, not only due to biological factors, but also due to the fundamental laws of physics and chemistry. However, when we have stable particles and stable retention agents, more chemicals can be added. For example, on such particles, one can attach various ligands and, ultimately, fusion groups and targeting groups. Recently, it has been shown that polyethylene glycol lipids can be inserted into prefabricated liposomes after incubation in micellar solutions. How to describe the role of polyethylene glycol lipids in liposomes? Polyethylene glycol has the advantages of simple structure, low price, no cytotoxicity, no immunogenicity, and easy derivatization of terminal hydroxyl groups. The polyethylene glycol polymer with both hydrophilicity and flexibility can form a hydration film on the surface of the liposome. It can hinder the adsorption of plasma components to the liposome surface, thereby reducing the reticuloendothelial system's community to liposomes. The result is a prolonged period of liposomes in the systemic circulation. In addition, polyethylene glycol can also hinder the adsorption of certain proteins and cell adhesion. By the way, the steric hindrance of polyethylene glycols with different molecular weights and chain lengths is different. This affects the strength of its protection against liposomes. What kind of applications can this method be used for? This method can be used to prepare sterically stable genomes. 
because generally sterically stable cationic liposomes do not interact with DNA. Other ligands can be bound in a similar manner. Intercalation should be performed at higher temperatures and in a mechanically bonded bilayer to ensure rapid dissociation and diffusion of intercalated monomers. New advances in organic synthesis, physicochemical properties of liposomes, and related fields give us hope. Problems with current gene delivery will be solved in the future. Although current generations of cationic lipid DNA complexes may lead to some commercial products, in the long term, increased control over stability and interaction properties may yield advantages over traditional and sterically stable liposomes. That is all. So much for our content today. Thanks to Dr. Smith for his wonderful science popularization. Thank you for listening. There will be more interesting knowledge waiting for us in the next program. See you next time. Thank you. I hope we will see you next time.